there were a few issues uh, when broadcasting this episode live. Um, so the parts of the audio may be a little disjointed or quick at times. For that, I apologize. But it was a pretty important episode. And so I figured it was still very much worthwhile uh, sharing it with you all. So here we go. Hello, friends. <clears throat> How are you doing? Um, welcome to another nightcap. Uh, hope you're all doing well out there. Hope your weekend was fine and well and good and all that shit. We've got Krista here with some, you know, you're beautiful and black cat with a hello and uh, Reverend Master is here. Reverend Master is here. Good to see Reverend Master. Uh, looks like it's Farmer Cigar Goyle time. Krista said lovely background, but I think we're going to go back to our classic. We'll go back to the classic. Um, yeah, kind of got a bunch of things to talk about today. Um, it's unfortunately going to be another little bit of some heavy topics. Um... As always, I keep you guys in my positive. Uh, oh, Black Cat may have to refresh. Mm. Re refreshing. Well, while Black Cat's refreshing, let's go ahead and do this. Need a little bit of that. <clears throat> um. Let's see. Weekend was mostly nice. I went and spent uh, some time uh, talking to my cousins and uh, talking to them for a while. So that was very nice. Uh, it was very nice to spend some time with them and just chat a little bit, chill a little bit. Um, always good to see them. Uh, spent some time with their dogs. They have some dogs that are just happy and snuggly and all the rest of that sort of shit. And had a uh, Friendsgiving. So there was a little bit of a uh, gathering where, you know, sort of potluck. Everybody, you know, brings a food. And, and that was nice. It was nice to have some non non publicly social hangouts you know what I mean like not just you know like going to a bar sort of shit like you know talking to like real closer uh, people Krista was just cleaning just doing some cleaning close people yeah, like, it should sort of be a little maybe evident by now. I, for as much as I like my periods of time and whatever during the day, um, to be by myself, like, I'm fairly social in that regard. And for me, the idea of just being alone all the time, I can't, I can't do it. It makes me go fucking nuts. Uh, makes me nutso. 
So it was nice to uh, have some of that time and, uh, you know, just have talks and a little fire outside and just chill with them a bit. Um, It was nice. It was nice. So that was good. Some really good food. Um, I spent some time with my cousins. Got a... What I think is a hilarious uh, gift idea for my father. Um, (laughs) I found at the store this thing. It's like a... It's like a... Um, it's like a skeleton skull thing and it's kind of like a dinosaur sticking out of it and it has this like advertisement thing on it where it's like oh inside inside are hidden a variety of prizes so like Inside of it, there's a bunch of hidden, like, hidden little toys. Actually, I should see if I can find it really quick. You guys need to see this. It's kind of, um, I think, I thought of it. I think it's funny. I think it's funny and kind of fun. Um, what was it called? Through. I think this is the name of it. Oh, hell yeah, here it is. I gotta, I gotta call this up. You guys gotta see this. I think this is fucking incredible. <laughs> um, let me move over to the sidebar here. Chris says, as much as like being alone can drive you crazy, it's good to have a couple people to visit with once in a while. Yeah, and that's where I've thought too. Like, as much as I like the idea of working remote in a sense. Um, I think working remote all the time is just not for me. Um, just being kind of shut up in this one room. You know, maybe if I had a partner or someone else or whatever around, but on my own, it uh, it just makes me stir crazy, and it makes me feel weird too. Like, oh, shit's happening at work and stuff's going on and. I don't know about it because I'm not there and fucking makes me panic a little bit. makes me have a little bit of a flip out. Um, so, yeah. yeah. But check this thing out. I'm going to switch over here to the sidebar. And scale this down. Blow this thing up. There you go. So I think I'm totally going to get this for my dad. <laughs> Remaster says, yeah, it leaves me alone with my thoughts, and so I'm getting darker because of it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what it does to me, too. Uh, you know, and that's we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, get to more of that in a little bit, but um, let's start with this goofball thing. So, Zuru Smashers, Dinosaur Island, T-Rex, 
Easter basket stuffed with over 30 surprises, mini eggs and figurines, prehistoric, pardon me, prehistoric discovery toy, dinosaur toys, slime, sand, and more. Look, 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 look at this. Dude, how cool is that? Like, you open it up, and there's little figures and shit in there. There's a glow-in-the-dark dinosaur uh, inside of it. There's, like, weird dinosaur sam- sand and, like, slime. And, like, look at this kid. He fucking loves it. Look at these guys. They're playing, they're playing dinosaur safari. They're having a fucking blast. That's what I want to do is I want to go play fucking dinosaur safari. And so they have, like, different sizes I don't know the mega. Well, shit, the mega one is only like a fucking. It's only another fucking dollar or whatever. So I think this. Maybe this is the one that we're looking at. Yeah, it's like a giant egg. It's like this giant egg with a big ass dinosaur in it. Like, just do all this goofy shit. <laughs> they have a T Rex. There's a what? Here's a, a Spinosaurus. You can get a Spinosaurus one. Uh, there's a Megalodon shark. Uh, a Stegosaurus. But I'm like, dude, I think, again, for something silly and fun, I, I mean, I'm going to get this for my dad. I think it's a blast. I think it's hilarious. And I like this like kinetic sand stuff, but you know it's got it's got pretty good ratings for it. Although now I don't know, like the the giant one. Let's see the giant one. I mean that has like this weird skull figure face, which is kind of cool. But you see, how does this one say it's over the mega one, or the giant one is thirty surprises. Mini eggs and toys. I don't, which one is the bigger? Which one is the big? Is the biggest one? Like, what's bigger, giant or mega? I mean, I know what Chris is gonna say. Chris is gonna say mega, mega pint. Um, Smashers Dino Island giant skull. This giant skull. Stretch and find. Follow the treasure map. Build your dino. Dude, this thing's fucking cool as hell. They're amazing. I love how big they are. Great price for the pack of three. Do you know how many times I press the eyeball making noises before Raptors is a GIF? Okay, so if it's got like a eyeball thing you can push and it makes sounds, like that's fucking awesome. Love it. Uh, I did see, I am seeing rather that there's some dropped, oh, Might have been me if I brought... I think there's... I don't know. There's either something going on with the router here or this machine. And it could be this machine. But ever since I tried that little monitor connect driver thing, I feel like it's been weird and kind of wiggy um 
you may want to refresh your stream, by the way, if you're watching live, uh, because I did restart it. But it seems like, especially, yeah, like if I pull a, if I pull like a browser and stuff up and I'm doing multiple things, it gets like all fucking. But uh, I did get this other laptop uh, that I want to get set up and use uh, for this stuff. But I kind of want to finish this other contract job thing with this desktop. Um, part of me wonders if the little VPN client thing that's on there also didn't fuck shit up a little bit. <clears throat> um, so yeah, it's not something something's weird something's goofball hopefully now that we're not on the web browser it'll be a little more stable in that regard but um yeah i worked worked fairly hard today getting the tests uh for this little freelance project whatever thing kind of wrapped and done have to talk to them about that tomorrow but um yeah, keep me still in positive thoughts, prayers, whatever. Um, the one place that I sent my resume into, they did send an inquiry back um, to the uh, recruiter guy on that one. And I'm just hoping that it's just not a overpressured shit show. Um Ha. Hoping it's not an overpressured shit show and that I don't get these, that some of these pain flare-ups and shit I'm having are the result of stress and anxiety and that uh, if I had something where I was able to settle down a little bit, you know, I'd feel a little, feel a little better. Um, but yeah, just uh, keep me in your positive juju on those. Um, you know, I talked to another recruiter today as well and as I was going through the conversation with him I said yeah like you know obviously gets to the question of like compensation what are you thinking you know compensation wise and you know I told him the number and I said you know I feel like that's not you know unreasonable whatever I said I don't you know, I'm not looking for super ultra mega bucks. I said, because, you know, I'm not really looking to be like this giant team lead, super go-getter, do everything. I said, you know, I'm starting to get a little older and the idea of working 50, 60 hour weeks, I like, I can't do it anymore. What I wanted to tell him is I can barely even think of working a 40-hour week at this point. So the idea that I'm going to be working just bonkers shifts, especially since all the places that I've been at where you do work those hours like that, almost all of them are salary positions. So... Other than, yeah, you have your job, you don't get anything more for, quote-unquote, killing yourself. So, seem to understand about that. hope I didn't shoot myself in the foot. But I think it's, you know, he's not a hiring manager. He's a recruiter guy. So, 
Um, you know, he said, oh, you know, there are some positions around. So, you know, there's not a ton, but, you know, we'll start looking around, doing whatever. So I have to send, send him a message back with some more information. Um, and, you know, I told him as part of that, too. I said, you know, some of these huge, like, giant corporations, like, you know, you look at some of these postings and they're like companies that have like 20,000 employees and whatever. I said, you know, I don't know if that's just, I don't know if that's me. Like, I prefer being on a smaller team, you know, with some camaraderie. And he was like, oh, well, you know, you know, most of those places, if you do that, you know, you do still end up on kind of a smaller team. And I wanted to say, yeah, but, you know, you're, you're a smaller team, but. I don't know, that smaller team, you're still just kind of a nameless. I see him getting dropped frames again. Something may be going on. Yeah, so we restarted this once again. The bitrate doesn't look super great. And so I was even having weird issues earlier trying to play Xbox shit. So now it also almost makes me wonder if there isn't um, uh, an issue with uh, my internet service. The download speed was not super great uh, I just tested it so doesn't look like it's doing so amazing uh, so I apologize for the restarts but other than just stopping it altogether or trying to use my phone I don't really know what to do I guess I could try to tether my phone to this machine um, but yeah something is something's going funky something's going fucky and like this side project that i'm working on you know there's this little vpn client and while i was using that vpn client like it kept uh it kept dropping like it kept dropping it and reconnecting I'm like man i feel like ever since i installed that stupid thing there's like shit that has just been kind of fucked up doesn't make me happy. So, sorry about the restarts. I'll keep an eye on it. If it starts to drop again, I will let you know. But um, we're going to limp through this. So, uh, you know, I'll let you know when I'm just like going to stop, stop. Uh, I will t either type it in chat or let you know. But yeah, something is fucking going screwball. So I apologize for that again. Not that it's really my fault or anything I can do about it. Um, but yeah, in terms of... Uh, Reverend Master says, yeah, it's annoying when you're stuck working longer and longer but not getting more for the time taken. And I just go... Unless it's a huge amount of money, I just don't want to do it. Like, I would rather... 
have the time to go sit downtown or do other shit. Like I really don't care to kill myself like that. You know, it'd be different if it was going to be like a whole other hundred thousand dollars or some crazy shit, but like, nah, yeah, I'm not going to do that for the wages that places, you know, pay and want to do that for you. Um, so yeah, keep me in your best graces and thoughts and all that sort of shit. You all still here? Krista says she's still here, but I don't know if Reverend Master and Black Cat came back or not. Black Cat is here. She sent a emoji. Reverend Master also says, "Yeah, thanks." When we come, when we come back, try and sign, uh, try and let me know that you came back, so I can make sure you're still here. Um, but all that being said, and having gone through that conversation. And I want to talk about something that went down that's pretty gnarly. So we're going to get back to being kind of nasty serious here for a minute. So uh, the podcast is going to have uh, a bit of a break and then we will be back. Okay, be right back. But um, here's what happened today. And I've been back into a complete uh, sort of anxiety spin as a result of this. Got a me- So how should I start this? So the company that I previously worked for, the one that I got fired from, when I first started there, it was a smaller company. And I don't know, there about how many people were there? Mm, I don't know, but let's just say on the team that I mostly dealt with, there were probably six maybe seven people at the most, if that, maybe not even that. And there was a younger um, guy, I think I'll call him, I'm just going to call him Bill. So there was a guy there, Bill, and he was several years, you know, kind of younger than I was. And he was more or less like the technical kind of director guy. A little bit of a, you know, workaholic. Intelligent, smart. And when I first started there, I felt like, uh, you know, it was very much kind of like, had a good rapport with him. And especially as I worked on some of the projects that were there, you know, I would talk to him a lot. And whether we would sit and talk through how we were going to design some thir- certain things or build certain things. And in that regard, like it was, I mean, it was good. It was pressure and stress, whatever, sure. But um, made those work days and made the work process 
uh, you know, not feel like the days were just endlessly long, whatever. So, as time went on, and in talking to this guy, you know, number one, it was clear that he was a little bit uh, of a workaholic. And he was married at the time. And he would often do shit where, you know, if you'd say, oh, well, you know, that's going to take several weeks to kind of get a thing done. Often, I think he didn't want to go tell the business people, oh, it's going to take several weeks to get done. And so he would instead tell them like, oh, yeah, that should be done by, you know, the end of this week or next week. And what you would then find is that the guy would go home and work while he was at home. Oh, yeah, I was just, you know, working some hours uh, after I got home. And then you hear like, oh, yeah, I put some hours in, worked a bit on the weekend. And I was like, you know, as time went on, I told him, I was like, dude, you know, you, you doing that causes a few bad things. The first bad thing that it causes is it causes estimates for time of work to be fucked up. So if I say or tell somebody on the management team something's going to take two weeks to get done and you get this kind of answer and then you put in extra hours and shit so that it gets done in a week. The next time a similar task comes along that should take two hours or that should take two weeks to get done, the management team now has a false sense of how long that actually takes because you put in all these extra hours. And so now you've trapped us. You like... You being a workaholic actually screws over and fucks everyone else over here. Right? I said in B, like, to be honest, some of the stuff that the guy would do, he'd make some mistakes on shit like that. Oh, yeah, well, I went home and I was working on shit, and then, you know, I caused this big production outage, fuck up, whatever. And so, uh, you know, then I was on all night trying to fix this, and shit screwed up. And you're like... See, why did you do that? You should have just... In, in, in like the business that we worked in, it wasn't like we were... I mean, I feel like so many businesses, you go, it, it's not like you work in medical technology where people's lives are at stake. You know, it's typically it's like some business guy who wants a quicker, faster turnaround for something and so that he can get his commissions and whatever. You have to learn to say no have to learn to say no to some of that and like let off a little bit. Nope. Live for this place. Live for this place. Just tell them yes. Always say yes. Say yes to everything. Everything's awesome. Everything's amazing. Yes, yes, yes. Everything is a yes. So <clears throat> as time went on, he and I had our grand differences about a lot of stuff. I thought we should have had a bigger quality assurance department. He would 
always be like, nope, the business won't go for that. Business just, because the business just wants shit done faster. So just hire more people to build shit quicker. And like, the shit they build, like it's, you know, mistakes and everything else in it. And like, it's just a smoother operation. If you have things like that where people can offload some portion of this job, like where are some business analysts that can do some documenting? Nope, just crank, 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 work, 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 worky, work, work, worky, work. And um, again, he and I had like some heated conversations about shit like that to the point where I would, you know, on some things be like, no, I'm not doing that. We're not doing this. And a couple times I thought, yeah, he was going to fire me. And, you know, there was one point in time where there was something about, I don't know, some, uh, oh, you know, this this guy wanted to do this thing for a client that was going to, like, just fuck everything up. I said, no. Like, making the decision on that, we're not doing that, whatever. And he's like, yeah, you know, you can't be raising your voice to people. like." That. And as he's telling me this, he's, of course, raising his voice to me. And I said, like, well, or what? Like, you know, or, or I'm fired? Uh, oh, yeah, you know, maybe if it gets to that. So I, my relationship with that guy soured. It soured, for sure. I stopped seeing him less and less as somebody that I could confide and be friends with. Like, he changed. Our relationship changed. And you know, wasn't really as friendly or friends with the guy anymore. And through COVID, uh, the COVID period, he treated me terribly, treated me terribly, uh, like just awful. And I think that's where I'm still having like some job nervous flashbacks because I keep thinking of that place and him and them and the way I was treated there and thinking like that's how it's going to be everywhere else. And so, as the time and the years went on, just less and less friendship with the guy. You know, I even told him at one point when we were hiring people, I said, look, when, you know, when we're doing these interviews and we're talking to people, I don't want people that live for this job. Like, you know, again, my thought is people will get burned out and they get bored when they start doing that sort of shit, they make mistakes. It's just, it's just not good. Who, why, why do you need people who live for this place? It's not that important. And realistically, the contracts and everything that they have and the money that they get, like, just why? It's not, it's not that important. It's not, it's not worth it. And he's like, no. Well, that, like, that's who I want. I want people, basically, I want people who are going to just live for doing this job and working here. And so, yeah, he and I had our differences. And especially near the end, the less I interacted with the guy, the better. The less I kind of interacted with most of the management there, the better. I didn't feel nurtured. I didn't feel cared for. I didn't feel like any of them, quote unquote, liked, like, you know, They'd moved on and found the new star child and they didn't like me. <clears throat> so, I had also at one point told him, you know, you are 
younger-ish still. I said, but some of the other older employees that are here, you know, they have children and their children are older. I said, you're gonna find a struggle when people start having kids and they start getting older, when they start getting some aches and pains and whatever, you know, this workaholic grind mentality, like, you know, that's great when you're younger, but when you start to get older, like you're, you know, you're gonna find that suddenly that's, you dug yourself into a hole. I said, you know, I had my mother pass away when I was younger and all this sort of shit, like, you know, do you really, do you really want to spend less time enjoying people and the beautiful parts of life to just sit here and stare? Like, you already have to stare at the screen while you're here at the job. Like, you know, enjoy more of your life. Spend more time with your family. Like, you know, trust me. I know you don't like to listen to a lot of things I say, but trust me on this. And like, this job could be easy. The only reason why this job really gets hard is because you hire other spastic workaholics. You hire people who just want to play with shit and do whatever. Like, that's why it's hard. Because every time they grab some new fucking thing like that off the shelf, it's always got problems and shit with it. Like, there's no point in being bleeding edge like that. The, The only reason why you do that is because, yeah, you want to hire a huge amount of employees and have this huge team. And I think they were like thinking to themselves, like, oh, yeah, we kind of want to do that. And I kept telling them, you don't have any of the rest of the things in place here to be able to do that. Quality assurance team isn't good. You, you say you want all this documentation, but you never give anybody time to do it. You have the people who are building, who are working on building stuff, doing that documentation and those other tasks and then wonder why stuff takes a long time. It's like, well, it's because they're not working on the thing that you think they should be working on. You know, you're using people's these universal plug-in widgets to just fucking do everything. So, this morning, I get a text message from one of the people I know that still works at this place. And the message was fairly simple. Brian has come down with pancreatitis and it's led to multiple organ failures. And the CEO says that it will be a miracle if he survives. And now regardless of all of the problems that I had with the guy, nobody deserves that. He now at this point in his life has three young children. So he has three children. I don't think the oldest can be more than 10 years old. Um, Now this guy, again, because he was there forever, and a workaholic and all about this business and everything else. You know, he's pivotal and crucial to the company. 
And several times I even told him, like, dude, you're like one of the only essential people here. The business people think that they're essential, but like we could teach, you could teach that business or tell somebody else, like they're not, they think they're the, they think they're the horse, but they're actually the tail. Like you could exercise some power to make this, but like, especially when like management was bad. And so after they fired me, Another guy that worked there who was sort of pivotal on some projects, he left. And now this huge major part of the company is out with a medical disaster. And I feel terrible for saying this, but I'd be kind of surprised if he lives through this. I, my mother died from organ failure like this where when one system or organ starts to go and your body kind of backs up, you get other organs that shut off and the toll that that takes on your body uh, is tremendous. You know, I don't necessarily know how and what organs may have been failing, but to get them jump started and back on and functioning and everything else, it's major shit. It's major shit. Um, so I don't really know too many de- other details other than that, other than this person also said, yeah, they kind of announced this, that this guy is in there with this, you know, horrible medical problem. And they just kind of like gloss it over. And then the other people in the, Morning stand-up are kind of making their same jokes and doing whatever else. I'm like, see, that's not the company that this is supposed to be. There was another employee there who got pancreatic cancer. And it wrecked the guy. It was the same sort of thing. Kind of a workaholic. Kind of did everything himself. Was doing shit all the time. And man... Uh, after that guy hit guy guy got hit with that pancreatic cancer when he was in the office, he looked like a different guy. He'd lost so much weight and everything. He looked very sick, and he passed away from that. And I didn't want to tell this other guy, but I'm like, see, you know, you don't want to necessarily go looking for the reaper. But like, you want to spend and kill yourself just doing this bullshit? And I, want, and I feel like what I want to do is go grab him in the hospital then shake him and say, I see, I fucking warned you. I warned you about this shit. It's the sort of shit that gives me anxiety and keeps me up and gives me nightmares and why partially why I'm such a fucking wreck. And now there's the possibility that this guy who has three children who are under the age of 10, you know, their father may pass away. And I think about that and go, I'm sure they'll have some memories of him, but 
you know, more of those solid memories I feel like you make when you move into a teenager and into being more of a young adult. The real little ones. You know, and right before fucking Christmas, too. Right as Christmas is rolling around. And I'm like, this year started like I felt just fine. I mean, I had some nervousness and anxiety and stress about work, but for the most part, I was in an okay-ish place. Um, and shit, I have this, and I have this guy getting sick, and, you know, I got to figure, even if he makes a full recovery, you know, he's, he's got to be fucked up for a little while, you know, I don't know how he's going to just bounce back from that, like, that's devastating, you know, when they say, when they say multiple organ failure, kidneys, heart, I don't know which one's shut off, you know, what killed my mother was her kidneys shut down, her kidneys shut down, and the huge back flux and influx of poison from her kidneys being screwed up, that basically killed her. Um, you know, you have this massive amount of poison and shit down your body, and that just fucking wrecked her. And I would imagine, I would imagine, and I could be wrong, but I would imagine after you come back from something like this, who knows, maybe your wife goes, look, we'll figure something out, but you're not doing that job no more. Fuck no, you're not staying up all night working on this shit and doing whatever. You know, I almost lost you once. I'm not going to take the chance that you're going to be doing that shit, you know. And so my anxiety and fear and everything else has just been through the roof again today not that that's anybody's fault or responsibility or whatever but my god um I just can barely stand it anymore I mean just Disaster after disaster. You know, Black Hat says this year has been a train wreck. I could say it started mostly okay and then just has gone off the fucking tracks. Just into fucking just dog shit land. Um, you know, you think of at least my family and whatever else. It used to be okay, you killed yourself with this fucking job and whatever all year. And then when Christmas came around, all right, everybody starts loosening up a little bit. You slow some shit down. You go, all right, we're going to get two weeks to do some Christmas vacation. And then, you know, when you come back, you kind of ramp back up again and get back at it. Well, shit. <clears throat> again, you... Christmas vacation now is going to be a fucking hospital. And 
you know, at first, at first, when this friend told me, I was like, thinking in my head, I'm like, uh, is that like appendicitis? And I was like, well, no, that's, no, your appendix is the one that you can get removed. And it doesn't really, you know, do much in terms of having that removed. But shit, your pancreas, your pancreas, that's, uh, you know, and I don't know how bad that is. I don't know if it burst or ruptured or whatever. But apparently earlier in the week, this other guy that I know that works there, he said, yeah, like Wednesday, he, um, Wednesday, he kind of got lunch or whatever. And his stomach really started hurting him. And he was like, oh, man, you know, the Thai food that I ate for lunch uh, has really been kind of messing with my stomach. You know, my uh, stomach isn't feeling so great. And then Thursday, I don't know if he was back in the office or not, but apparently at some point Thursday, he was like, man, I'm not feeling so good. I'm not feeling so hot. I don't know if he left for the day Thursday, but then he wasn't around on Friday. And this friend of mine, uh, she said, yeah, her thought was, okay, well, it's probably just something with his kids or something else, you know, holiday, whatever shit going on. And um, didn't really think anything of it. And yeah, then this morning, here's, yeah, by the way, going to be a miracle if the guy survives knew that guy for 10 years knew that guy for about 10 years and like I say even uh, even if I had my issues with him and I didn't agree with a lot of the way he did stuff and this and that and the other nobody deserves that nobody deserves that shit Nobody deserves that shit. <clears throat> and certainly not his children, and certainly not his wife. Yeah, it's just nasty. <clears throat> and I don't want to say like, you know, I have I have some I have some horror and terror at the idea of dying and I also have uh, you know sort of a, and I think part, part's partially because I've seen it and I probably need therapy at some point to talk about it but you know the idea like for example my father and it makes me it makes me terrible it makes me feel terrible to think about this. I'm like, well, at some point my father will will die, unfortunately. And I just really hope it is not one of those long, slow, like I know him and I know the way he wants to be. And I've seen that 
I've seen that torture of either your mind and or body going and then just being, you know, bedridden or whatever. Um, and it just makes me feel terrible. It makes me think, feel terrible about even thinking about it and thinking about, well, you know, similar, similar sort of thing. He struggled and worked a lot to provide for my mother and his kids because he was worried that if something happened to him, you know, my mom couldn't really take care of us, whatever. And so, you know, he built up a fair amount of finances and everything else. And you go, well, you know, when he goes, uh, there's a possibility that that will be enough of an inheritance for me that I won't have to do any of this shit anymore. You know, I'll buy a modest place and be an Uber driver and focus more on wellness uh, and support and, you know, all that stuff, trying to talk to people who need somebody to talk to and so on and so forth. But the the thing is, I couldn't like if he you know, if he ends up getting like a dementia or something else, and he's bedridden or indisposed like that. That's uh, I mean, it's, I don't know if I can go through that again. And like this guy, as far as I know, now I don't know if he really took very good care of himself. But as far as I know, he didn't have any indicators that like this was a thing that was going to happen. And it just, bang, comes out of nowhere. Comes out of nowhere. And, you know, I've had anxiety for a lot of that shit because I've had these pain problems and everything else and they can't figure it out and I'm like well what if it's brain cancer what if I my spine snaps or whatever and like what am I going to do and you know it's hard enough trying to think about and find you know, I don't know the comfort of a romantic partner or anything else just base straight up let alone being either broke living with your parents or being like, yeah, I'm disabled now. I'm disabled now and I just walk around and shit my pants all day because I'm fucking broken and busted. And to God, it's just, it's a, it's a mind fuck. It's a mind fuck. But at, again, it's where I just tell them why, why smoke yourself for these just fucking jobs? And it's weird too because I worked at the I worked at this one place and there are people there that got hired with more or less the same title that I did. And probably about the same pay that I did. And they were terrible. There's like some fucking bug flying around in here. If you see me reaching for shit, I'm not flipping out. There's like some little tiny flying insect. I will get you. And you know, like, 
they're kind of terrible at it. And I used to think like, they also just seem, always just seemed like so happy. And maybe that's the other thing. I put so much pressure on myself to be like, oh, I got to be like super ultra, whatever, mega amazing guy. I'm like, where are the, where are the jobs where I can be like those people? They didn't really have a whole lot of, I mean, maybe they had stress because they were struggling and couldn't figure shit out. But like the shit that they would do that they would get stuck on. I was like, yeah, this is a pretty easy, like, like, well, you know, they still managed to find work, but man, I don't know. I don't know. I'm so sad for this guy. I'm so sad for his family. I'm anxious. I'm nervous. As I'm sure you can probably see from my face, it's just making me very tired. Like, you know, I'm just worn out from it all. and just need a lifeline and some direction to, to know where to go. King Dinosaur just got home and says, I'm sorry I missed it, man. Well, King Dinosaur, let me ask you this. And if you're not comfortable sharing it, I understand. But how are things doing with you and yours? And if you'd rather uh, talk after the show is over and chat for a little bit, we can. But, um, you know, it's all right. Uh, Do what you got to do. I get it. I feel like um, if I look at my calendar, and I hope this doesn't cause problems by opening this, although it probably will. If I look at my calendar, so this week, Okay, Wednesday should be a fairly-ish open day. So, you know, Wednesday, hopefully we can just do something fun and silly or whatever. Um, Because, yeah, I feel like we need a mood boost. King Dinosaur says, I can give a quick, vague answer. All right, give a quick, vague answer. I will accept that. That's at least good enough. Man, oh man, what a just weird, screwed up, fucked up, strange mess. Just fucking brutal. Oh God, King Dinosaur says, I have yet another cousin who's about to leave this world if she doesn't make it through December. It'll be five family members we've lost this year. Oh my God. Just dude. Yeah, Meow the Cat, it's 
it's heavy shit, dude. It's uh, it's been brutal. The latter half of this year has just been a fucking mess. A fucking mess. Just terrible. Um, you know, me on the can, I hope you are hanging in there and doing all right. Uh, wherever you're at. But, uh, yeah, this shit is just fucking sucks. Oh, I almost got that little bug. It got away. So, that all being said, um, King Dinosaur says, I'm sorry I wasn't here to support you. Well, dude, you know, you gotta do... Oh! Turkish Beer has just in, uh, joined the lounge. Turkish Beer. Hello. Uh, thank you for following along and joining in. Um, we're probably about close, unfortunately, to ending this episode, but welcome in. And, um, yeah, uh, you know, Meow the Cat says, uh, oh, hope, you know, it's the same for everyone else hanging in there. Uh, you know, man, like, some people around and out there, it, uh, the answer to that is, unfortunately, not so much. Um, you know, King Dinosaur's having struggles. I'm having struggles. Uh, the story of the rest of the stream, uh, somebody that I knew for 10 years now is potentially, uh, you know, they're, they're in bad shape. They're in real bad shape. So bad shape all around, uh, all around. And, you know, in that regard, all you can do is just uh, try to keep each other, uh, keep each other company and keep each other going. And, uh. Wednesday, Wednesday, we'll try to just share some silly laughs. I feel like we need a Mr. Wizard and some just silly, goofy shit <clears throat> to boost all of our moods. So, you know, let's plan on that for Wednesday on a Wednesday show. And, uh, you know, until then, cheers to all of you out there. And as we say at the end of all these episodes, stay safe, keep the faith, and all that good shit. Uh, even though that's been very difficult to do as of late. So, love you all out there. Hang in there. Thank you so much to everybody that stopped by and said hello, including Krista, Reverend Master, Black Cat's Poppy, Now the Cat, uh, Turkish beer and King Dinosaur. So everybody get some rest out there. I think we're just going to end it for tonight and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Cheers.